baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Attention terrorists, hold on. Here's Tara's Daily Rant. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right. It's so bad that while Mitch McConnell may not want to discuss the FBI acting as a gatekeeper for everybody who wants to take a Twitter account down they don't like, and while Kevin McCarthy might have given it lip service for the first time this year, starting in December, because he was in that speaker's race. A little tardy to the party, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, and you know, I look, I've said this so many times. I've been telling you this since the summer I started coming in. Just for the heck of it, we'd have one shocking revelation about FBI law breaking after another, after another, after another. All of the censorship's illegal. Now we know the CIA's doing it. We know the Pentagon is doing it. It is, as you pointed out yesterday, illegal for them to operate on our soil. It's illegal for them to censor us. It violates our human rights, our Bill of Rights. It's all illegal. And Todd Rikita, who's the Attorney General in Indiana, is like, you, you can't do this. This is law-breaking. This isn't just, hey, we don't like this. Let's... Let's take their funding away. This is illegal. So you cannot get Mitch McConnell to acknowledge it's going on at all. Kevin McCarthy only began talking about it in December. He was ignoring it, wouldn't speak on it, which was because he was fine with it. Um, up until then, it, you know what I think we're going to find out in these Twitter files? What's that going to be? In this last Twitter files, we learned um, that virtually every state in the nation had put censorship requests in um, with Twitter, just the accounts they don't like, and that a slew of public officials had requested accounts they didn't like to be taken down. Both members of Congress and also government officials, just bureaucrats. I bet you Kevin McCarthy does this. I bet you Mitch McConnell does it too. We know Trump did it. We know Trump... Had Twitter suppress, um, and, and I like to call him now the original censor. It's so shocking. We know from Twitter files over Christmas that Trump uh, had Twitter suppress, and they did uh, suppress. They did not. They did not completely delete it, but they algorithmically downgraded stories and tweets about empty shelves mm-hmm. so that fewer people would see it. That was Trump administration, and that opened the floodgates as National Review pointed out over Christmas correctly, uh, look, when when Trump did this, it became okay. And the the alleged, you know, justification for it was, well, the Trump administration didn't want to panic. People reading about how the, you know, shelves are empty or whatever percentage empty or whatever. And I can remember that. There were some articles on it. There was some mainstream media reporting on it. Um, but the full extent of it, you really had to go to social media and see the pictures. I mean, just shocking during COVID how the supply chain began to fall apart. And the, so the Trump administration censored that. So we now know why we couldn't get Trump to do anything about censorship. Uh, and boy, did that blow up in his face. Yeah. Uh, because as soon as it became okay to censor, guess who the pers- first person censored was? Yeah. It was Trump. So I suggest, I, I think we are going to find out 
If Trump was doing it, surely McCarthy and McConnell were doing it too. And you know what else we found out over break? Natalie Winters reporting, a heck of a reporter. You know who else censors? Let's hear it. The RNC. Let no. that sink in. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And I'll have, I'm going to go deeper into that in a minute, but I covered on the battleground over Christmas. It was The stuff going on over Christmas was so insane and so extreme. I had to come in here on my break and do a battleground every day. I just had to. I had to keep going. Um, what is happening is that con- members of Congress have discovered they can sell the censorship of the American people. And it goes for a premium. And the reason that the whole world wants to censor us is because if you think about it, we are the means on which the world communicates. I mean, all of this social media from Google to Facebook to Instagram, all of it, with the exception of TikTok, it's all ours. We are the ones speaking. We are, these are our products that we are exporting. So, I mean, to censor the American people is a thing of power. And so what is happening is we are sending money to Ukraine, Lee, we're printing it and sending it to Ukraine. They are turning around tens of millions of dollars and sending it back and using it to lobby successfully for censorship of the American people. And mostly what they've gotten so far has been um, algorithmic downgrading of anything negative about Ukraine, like that they've got a real problem with Nazis in their country and running their parliament and um, a a really strong string of a Nazi wing uh, in their fighting force. They don't want anybody to know that. So they have censored Americans who've tried to point it out. Um, But Natalie Winters got this. There's something called FARA, and that's a foreign act, you know, foreign registry. So every time you lobby on behalf of a foreign entity, you have to file with the federal government or it's a violation of the law unless you're Hunter Biden. So, and and it's a felony. You you can't do it. So we know every uh, instance of lobbying by Ukraine, we know what they were lobbying for. We know who lobbied by them. Ukraine hired the Republican National Committee. You want to know why Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell want to talk about censorship? Because it is payola. Hired the Republican National Committee to lobby Google to censor negative news about Ukraine. guess that explains Mitch McConnell's comment about the funding for Ukraine being the top concern for the Republican Party. Yeah, and so when you, when you break it all down, like what's happening here is, again, members of Congress have discovered they can sell censorship. They can say, well, you write me a check, and I get my office call up the FBI, and uh, they're the belly button over there at Twitter, as they call themselves. They're the, the gatekeeper, and we get that account taken down. That's causing you a problem. That's what's going on. They're all in on it. Here's Natalie Winters describing how this works and how the RNC, which is the head of the Republican Party, is doing it too. From the numbers that we have access to, the data that's publicly available, the campaigns to influence social media really are insane. And and there's even a a breaking report now that um, in in order to contact Google, the representatives there to suppress the so-called Russian disinformation, some of these lobbyists were actually reaching out to officials at the RNC um, to kind of lead that effort and lead that campaign. So it's a perfect example of how the D.C. political class um, is using the funds that are going to Ukraine um, to serve as lobbyists to push for even more social media censorship um, of Americans. I just want to make sure people understand the thing. The, the money they come and, and, and lobby for and we give them, which is supposed to, they take a 
not insignificant portion of that money plowed back into D.C. to the lobbyists and consultants that then are in business also with big tech. And big tech goes out of its way. They, the, one of the pitches they make is you got to suppress this, and it showed up. Yeah, so that is Steve Bannon on War Room on the podcast. You could read Natalie Winter's work along with the links to Farah. It's all right there, Reddit. So they're all in on this, Lee. This is hot. This is hip. Uh, and they are selling censorship. It is a hot commodity. Well, if you've got all these federal agencies from the FBI to DOD and CIA involved, why would you not think that representatives within the federal government itself would not be participating? Yeah. Um, and Winters continued with her story about how Ukraine is now the number one lobby arm for censorship. And do you know who is running uh, the censorship program out of CISA and the Department of Homeland Security. You're going to love this. Okay, let's hear it. The spokesperson for Burisma. Huh. You know, Burisma, the board, Hunter yeah. was on the board, the, the profoundly uh, the, corrupt. Yes, the, yes, the natural gas and oil company that um, out of Ukraine that has ties and, you know, obviously been giving money to the Biden yeah, so family. That person has been ensconced and censors you for the federal government. Here's Natalie Winters describing a little more about how a lot of that money that is, and I think it's being laundered through Ukraine, I think that's part of it, um, then loops back around and our own money is used to censor us. Ukraine, since the onset of the war, has plowed millions of dollars into D.C.-based lobbying firms. I don't have enough time to list all the companies and firms and politically connected people who are profiting from this, um, but Ukraine's armed forces, their Committee on National Security, Defense, and Intelligence, even Vladimir Zelensky have retained D.C.-based lobbyists. And what's so interesting, particularly dovetailing with the social media censorship um, kind of angle, is that a lot of these retained lobbyists, including people like Cameron Hardesty, who used to work in the Obama press shop, and Michael Babiak, have actually been retained specifically by the Ukrainian government to reach out to social media platforms, including Meta, including TikTok, and even Google, to get them to suppress what they describe as, quote, Russian disinformation. And I think anyone who's watching this program knows how that term is, you know, thrown around to mean basically anything that the globalists don't like. Um, but what's really interesting, too, and, and... Okay, and so she goes on with that. So this makes sense. You, it, What you need is a member of Congress via the FBI or directly to go to Twitter or Facebook or whatever and say, hey, I need this account censored or yeah, I might sponsor legislation breaking up Twitter or Facebook. They're powerless against this corruption by members of Congress. And what do they do? They take the account down. It's easier than having your social media property, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram broken up. It's got to stop. But it's what's going on. And the size of it, the scope of it is shocking. Terrorists want it. Hear the Terror Show weekday mornings on 1063 WORD and the Odyssey app.